I don't love the saxophone. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are joined by regular guest Wendy Bowlesby to talk about RRR. That's correct, RRR. It's not a pirate film, it's a film from India, and it's crazy good. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Molly Glover. Oh, hello, Molly Glover. <laughs> and and oh. Nick Glover. Arr. <laughs> <laughs> and we are we are also joined by frequent guest uh and expert on all things uh Indian film wise, at least compared to us. Uh in the yeah. Indian in the Indian film industry, and by that I mean India, not uh Native American. Uh Wendy Bowlesby is with us. Wendy Bowlesby. Hey. There's no neither of you. Name. I was gonna say neither of you has R's in your name, so I guess we're missing our third R. I have yeah. a, I have an R in my middle name. If that'll help, I have an R in my middle name. I okay, all right. I don't. I don't. I don't have any R's in my name. I don't. Timothar. Timothar. My dad was Jerome. Grimothy. Uh, <laughs> Grimothy. <laughs> I, I just said Rimothy. Rimothy. Uh, I like it. Uh, I actually think Timmy just found himself a new nickname. <laughs> oh, God. All right. No. So uh, I, I think uh, what we're talking about has made not even the least bit obvious what we're going to have as our subject for today. Our subject for today is the film RRR. Yeah, it's not a pirate film. It's not a pirate film. It's way better than any stupid pirate film. Oh yeah, it's also it's also considerably longer than uh, most stupid pirate films. But that's kind of the way things go in uh, in this in this genre. So RRR is a Indian film. It is not a Bollywood film, which I think a lot of people uh, say. Oh, it's a Bollywood film. It is not. Uh, and and Wendy, uh, one of the reasons we 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 brought you on is I thought we should we should explain, uh, you know, the different film industries within India. But before we do that, mm-hmm. uh, I need to point out that uh, in spite of the fact that this movie is bug nuts awesome and so fucking crazy, I have no idea how we could realistically spoil it. We are indeed going to spoil the shit out of it. Yes. So if. Yeah. Uh, you have have somehow not managed to watch RRR, and you don't want to know what happens in this movie. You're afraid of being spoiled for all the all the really uh, unexpected twists and turns in this movie. Uh, then don't don't listen any further. Don't listen any further, or perhaps uh, perhaps do because honestly, we really can't spoil this movie. <laughs> we really like, can't. That's my point. Like the experience of the movie is so great. You it, somebody could walk you through the entire script, and watching the movie is still going to blow your mind. Well, the movie has like a, I don't know, it's like just Greek chorus came to mind. Yeah. There's, there's a sort of a, a a singing storytelling happening during certain points of the movie that, I mean, it's like, you know, in Fair Verona where we have our scene. Like, it's it's yeah. very much like a, like, you, the, how the movie spoils itself. It straight up tells you what's <laughs> going to fucking happen. 
I uh, I will say that uh, a small spoiler is that uh, uh, the despite what they tell you at the beginning, the RRR does not stand for story, water, <laughs> and fire. It is actually uh, something else that I can't remember. Rise, rise, roar, revolt. Rise, oh. roar, revolt. I thought it was rise, resist, revolt, but it's roar because there's a lot of there's a lot of roaring. <laughs> also, um, that even even that is kind of an add on because. Uh, the working title for the film was RRR because it stars um, Rama Rao, mm-hmm. Ram Charan, and it's being directed by Raja Muli, S.S. Raja Muli. Ah, so they're the three R's. They wanted to work together. So the project, was, as they were, were developing, it, developing it, was the RRR film. And then they were like, well, that's clearly what the title is. Uh, so what's the title? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Rise, roar, revolt. Sure, yes. sure. sure. Why, why not? Okay, so Wendy, um, can you just give us a, a quick primer on uh, the Indian film industry so we can under, help our help our listeners understand why this is not a Bollywood film? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, and I do want to preface this. Yes, I know a lot more about this than y'all, but there are a ton of people who are not a lot more knowledgeable than me. I give a huge shout out to Josh. Hurtado. Uh, Josh is actually a programmer at Fantastic Fest. I first encountered Raja Muli's films at Fantastic Fest because Josh brought it there. Now, I was already a fan of Bollywood, but I did not know a lot about Tollywood. This is um, Tollywood. And then there's also Kaliwood. Is it Bollywood? Tollywood because it's because of, of the, the language? Because it's Telugu? Yes. Um, okay. Okay. So Bollywood is because it's based in Mumbai, which was Bombay. And that right. is your traditional Indian cinema um, that is very, I like to call it the buffet model of cinema. Bollywood film, they believe that you should get to experience everything in one movie. So, mm. yeah, you might get some action, but you're going to get comedy. You're going to get family drama. There's going to be romance. There's going to be slapstick musicals. Dance. Yeah, there's going to be yeah. at least six musical numbers, three dance, three, three ballad, right? Okay. Um, and I adore Bollywood. Uh, what, and then there's Hollywood, which is Tamil cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, so that's t- Tamil language cinema. I don't know as much about Hollywood. Their sensibilities are different too. I think I've seen one Hollywood, so I don't want to speak about it because I don't want to make generalizations about <laughs> yeah. a genre I haven't seen a lot of. Then there's Hollywood, which is Telugu. And part of the frustration for those of us who love these films is that whenever you can find all, a lot of these films on Netflix, but they're all dubbed into Hindi or mm-hmm. Tamil. Mm-hmm. But you can't get the Telugu, which means you don't get to hear the original actor's voice performances. It's mm-hmm. Up, mm-hmm. Even though you're listen, even though you have to turn on the subtitles, it's it. So purists like me look for ways to find the Telugu. You can't get it easily. So I will say you can watch these on Netflix. A lot of these films I'm going to mention to you. A lot of SS Rajamuli is on Netflix, but you got to pick your poison. I tend to default to Tamil if for no other reason to make it clear that fuck Hindi, like give us, there's more to India than just Hindi language films. Uh, so Tollywood, uh, um, Telugu film, the first one I ever saw was Magadira, which is Rajamuli's 2009 film. I saw it in 2016 with Melissa Kirscher at Fantastic Fest and it literally blew the entire skin off my face. And Melissa and I were like, you look great. 
I know. Like, yeah, it's I've, you, had, I've well, had good repair. It's been a few years. You had a whole pandemic to yeah. work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melissa and I were laughing because it felt like Hollywood discovered CGI and just said, "Well, now we know what we're going to do," <laughs> and mm-hmm. leaned into it in the way that like Asian cinema leaned into wire work. Right. Mm. Yeah, just- I was. I was super impressed with the CGI animals in RRR. Like they, like the, especially like the, in the, the, the gigantic t- animal attack scene toward the end, they looked very real. It was really good. They, they did a really good job. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to correct you only a little Molly. That, that gigantic animal attack scene was in fact in the middle. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was literally just before the intermission. <laughs> Oh, yeah. really? Oh. Yes. Yeah, you need an intermission. We didn't get we didn't get an intermission because oh, we saw it at AMC. Oh, oh, yeah. No, the 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 the, the animal attacks. There, there's an actual intermission when when I watched it, and I watched yeah. it with Wendy. We got a, we got a thing that popped they, up. Yeah, the, a thing popped up and said intermission, and then the movie just kept going. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because uh, the one dude, like, it's super important. You pause there and get the intermission because he Ragu just re- totally betrayed Bean. No, wait. Yes. No, or is it? No, other yeah. way around. Yeah. Well, no, because um, Ragu uh, gets Beam, but Beam, but he lets him go. Ragu ends up in prison. It all gets very confusing now that I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah, because Beam breaks in to let the girl out. He's got him trapped. Beam. Yeah, Beam brings the animals. Yeah, Beam brings the animals. Um, Ragu actually gets him as he's dangling. Is it Ragu, not Raju? It's probably Raju. Okay. Okay. It should be Raju. Okay. I apologize. No, no, that's Uh, fine. I just want to make sure. I don't know how to pronounce uh, 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 Tegaloo names. um, And uh, and he's got him dangling, right? He's got him dangling. And how dare you? But then, but it's Raju who ends up in prison in part two. Like, I can't remember how that happens now. I've only seen the film four times. <laughs> There's a lot that happens. It's a lot that happens. Um, because, so right at the time that Melissa and I, that Magadira showed up and we watched it, right before that, what had gone, become into the, the consciousness of a lot of people on the internet was this clip of this crazy battle scene from a movie called Bahubali which is also Rajamuli. And that's the one where like, it's these two armies and they catapult the big cloth through the air to cover the entire other army. And then, Oh yeah. I've seen that online. Yes. And it's insanity. And you're like, I totally want to watch this insane movie. I will tell you, but who believe that entire movie is that insane. It's (laughs) don't they make like a human catapult? Yes. And like with a human cannonball of like 50 dudes interlocking arms and, they like roll through in our yeah i i haven't seen it but i've seen the notorious clip you're speaking of and uh i'm I, that makes perfect sense that it's the same per, like person in, behind rrr and i want to see it yeah it's the fast and furious uh like school of physics like yeah does that work no is it fucking cool to look at absolutely do it yes that's exactly the way this is going to work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and plus, it's filled with gloriously beautiful people with their hair waving in the wind, thanks to all the fans yeah. that are being blown on them. Like, what's but that's a different. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's the different movie that you're talking about now. At this, but, but however, I mean, all, well, all 
all of his movies do, do a lot of the hair because I was gonna say RRR had that a lot too. Yeah. Like a lot of it looked like there was a lot there was a lot of fans. They had a big fan budget. <laughs> Honestly, all Indian cinema. Like like yeah. are they how they signal to you that this person is beautiful is they make their hair blow. So sure. I, oh. I I read that uh, I read that uh, uh, Inglorious Bastards, Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards, was an inspiration for this because uh, he saw it and was like, "We can make an awesome historical fiction movie that doesn't have to stick to the facts, and it's going to be like super cool." And so, like that, that is part of what made him decide that he could take this. What if we had like fairly actual, kind of le- kind yeah. of real story, two actual real, guys real that based on real people. Yeah, but then like took it and made it. Yeah, it's very which it's as soon as I read that I was like, oh yeah, this movie was totally like Inglorious Bastards, like very much yeah. with the 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 comedy and the the relationships and the the big fucking action scenes and, the and animals and the wait and no the, and the fascists getting theirs, you yeah. know. <laughs> I, it's funny oh, that yeah. anti colonialism. Fuck oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, this this how, is pretty anti colonial. Yes. Yeah. How it got pitched to me was uh uh like. Captain America and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. where there's like, and I the the two like superhumanly strong heroic guys duking it out, and then one of them's identity is revealed, and eventually they form a strong friendship, and they go beat stuff up together and defeat the fascists together. Yeah, like just like there's there's a lot of like you know, and now I'm going to punch a car across the parking lot. And now I'm going to flip a carriage across the parking lot. Like there was a also, lot of kind of similarly superhuman radonk physics. There was also a scene that in the movie, I turned to you and like, just did a little like gun firing into the air screaming. Cause it was like a point break moment. Totally. Where it was like, like, Oh no, the guy that betrayed me, who's also my brother. No. When he didn't stab him he didn't with the, stab with him, the log, stab him with the log, and then he was like, ah, "I can't!" Like, yeah, it was it was yeah. so great. Oh no, that's right because Beam Beam is captured and he lets him go, and yeah. that's that's yeah. how that works. Being yeah, hung. and that's why he goes to prison is because he let the other guy go. He takes because the, he was trying to assassinate the white guy, and then yep, the white guy yep. figures Roger, it out. Roger and, takes Beam's like sentence for him basically, and Beam goes off and. Has a like like he he, he with his kid and like re- like they, he's he's being hidden by the villagers and traveling, and then happens to run into Raju's love. And, yes, and yes. they and she saves him, and he's like, "Well, then I have to go save Raju," and it's yeah. just so much bromance. And I just. Oh. For 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 the listeners who are like listening to this and going, God damn it! They explain the whole movie. No, no, this is like oh. literally, literally <laughs> no. less than a tenth of the movie that has been explained as we've been going through, because every every five minutes or so in this movie, everything you thought was happening completely changes into something totally fucking different. Uh, it's it's just kind of. Uh, I mean, and none, none of it. And the funny thing is, it all makes sense. You're never like, oh, well, I, yeah. don't, I don't see where that came from. But you're still like, I had no idea we were going there uh, until you, you suddenly are. So you can sit there and go, well, this happened and then this happened and then this happened. And you think that we just explained this entire three and a half hour movie to you. And in fact, we explained 10 minutes of it. Um, the movie doesn't even start proper until like. <laughs> 30, 30 minutes yeah, into about the, 30 minutes in is when the credits go th- 30 up. 30 minutes the into the movie there and and that's not even counting all the different credits and production house cards how that they great, show before the movie starts. How great um, is the introduction of Raju as a 
when they're at the cop and the protest and he like goes out and yeah. single-handedly and you're oh, like yeah. on the one hand this guy is absolutely awesome but on the other hand a cab like what yeah. the shit yeah. and you're like how am i supposed to like this guy who's like upholding the colonial raj regime and then you're like oh no he's oh is he a good guy what's up what yeah. Well, you don't even find out. Honestly, you don't find out about him and his subterfuge and the reason that he joins the Raj. You don't find out about that for about an hour and a half because like the whole time I was like, man, I'm really I guess I mean, I Isn't guess it? I can have some sympathy for like a, an Indian born man who's decided that the best thing to do is to just join the forces of the oppressors. And like that sucks. But I mean, who I can't necessarily I don't know. I don't want to cast any aspersions back then. That was it was a hard life. People got to eat, you know. Like it, it is what it is. But like, is it, isn't I, it I, I after? Did it, isn't it after the intermission that they finally I, give us his backstory? Was it before? No, I, have I no I, idea. No, I, wait, I think it might be. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, because they go to intermission and then after intermission you come back and it's the flashback to him, the ready aim yep, shoot over. It's little, that yep. whole yeah right. story is yeah. like. Oh, what wait a minute. This son of a bitch was a... Oh, yeah. like the, so most of the time I was thinking like, okay, they're going to turn this cop. They're going to turn this guy so that he stops being like a, a, a fascist and he's going to, they're going to win him on his side. And so get it, finding out that it was the crisscross of him having been on the side the whole time was very cool. Uh, yeah, I really, I really liked that a lot. It was very point break of like, your best bud is the guy you're actually after. Oh yeah. no! And, and and like you're watching him, you're just like, he's gonna find out it's him. Oh no! <laughs> but then there's a dance number, and they're so adorable together. <laughs> there's a dance number. The song and the song is nominated for an Oscar. Uh, I will tell perform you. it at the Oscars. Yeah, so oh, that's fuck great. It up, if they fuck it up like they fucked up Bruno, I will flip a table. <laughs> white Jenny, white Jenny was really good at that dance. Like she and her white friends saw it like like for about 10 seconds and then they were like on it. So yeah. I mean, props to her for for really just being able to just, I guess, learn choreography on the fly like that and modify it to their giant dresses. I'm a sucker for for like good dance oh, movies. Especially fast, like, fast like, dance. I don't necessarily yeah. seek it out all the time, but like like bring it on or uh, yep. step up and all yep. that. Like I, I step love to the streets <laughs> Two number two. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I love that stuff. And that the dancing in this was fucking great. It's a straight up dance off. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, a challenge, an endurance challenge. Who's going to yeah. keep yeah. going the longest. It made me think, of uh, that Happy Days episode where they're doing the dance off, and then at the and then they're at the very end, and Fonzie's like, boom, bah! he's like busts out like the crazy like Russian dance, like uh, like to really show that he's got the the staying power because like they like they made it go crazier toward the end as more people started falling off and spinning out and everything, and then it was like, no, we must increase the thing. <laughs> it takes well, the they- fall so his homeboy can yeah yeah can get he in with sees- the girl. And- the girl and he sees her and everyone else is chanting Raju Raju and he like looks and she's going beam beam like she's like oh yeah. and he's like okay I got you bro <laughs> like it yeah. was, it was yeah. so good the bromance is so strong yeah. it's so gorgeous oh and they ride their little motorcycle together oh, no there's nothing better bro. though than when they make the mechahedra and they and they the, 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 the up on yeah. top of each other and the yeah yeah the, yeah uh, uh yeah when they when they assume their final form is they're fighting. I love, <laughs> I love when they go straight up 
epic, like epic um, symbolism and have him have Raju literally turn into to Shiva. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the two of them together forming Shiva and 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 wreaking destruction and havoc on everyone was amazing. Yeah, like it's it's so glorious. The, so, uh, oh, um, it was alluded to by what you were talking about with Inglorious Bastards, but listeners, um, so these two characters, Raju and Beam, are actual like cultural heroes of India mm-hmm. who lived at different times and never actually met. And so the premise of this film, for you know, is what if these two joined forces how would that have worked and they both fought colonialism and so you can just imagine like it's kind of like that star trek episode where you got like what was it like abraham lincoln and billy the kid or whatever it was on the original series yeah or like like yeah it's it's very much a uh because they had the same modus operandi basically like they were doing the same stuff infiltrating the cops and like you know like running you know uh uh you know rebel rebel missions right like ragtag you know stuff that you know, sabotage and things and yeah i i think that's very it's very cool now i want to see like a similar concept movie done with like uh uh anti-slavery united states like one of the historical figures could be like john brown i want to see john brown and and someone else team up like i mean frederick douglas wasn't a a violent guy but why not those two can team up and those two can can kill a whole bunch of slave malcolm x John Brown and Malcolm X, right? Only if we get like a time machine involved. Yeah, but uh, what about like Harriet Tubman and like Malcolm X or Harriet? Ooh, like mm, Harriet Tubman and like Billie Holiday. I I mean, that's a good idea. I'm just saying that that I haven't started watching it yet, but they might have some of that in History of the World Part 2. They absolutely do. Yeah. (laughs) There's a a little bit of that. It's fantastic, and we're going to do an episode on it. Oh, all right. Well, I'll I'll make sure to to watch (laughs) that. I had planned on watching it anyway, but now I will try and and do that quicker. But uh, I think um, one thing I wanted to back up a little bit, I mean, the thing about RRR, you know, this is an Indian film, and and while there is a, I mean, there's certainly a, a, a... these films are popular in America with film film fans, but RRR is like popular with a much wider uh, this is the film array that is of people. Through um, even more than Bollywood has managed to, which, um, by the way, it's starting to influence Bollywood because there's a new Bollywood film out called Patan, which stars the biggest Bollywood star of them all, Shahrukh Khan, and I went and saw it, and it's glorious. And it is not a Bollywood film in structure anymore. It is mu- it is very Tollywood influenced. The director straight up is like, "Oh, that's working for them. Let's do that," mm-hmm. um, because like it's a pure like spy action thriller with like other bits are still thrown in there as usual. But it's it's very very heavily influenced by this sort of sensibility of epic action um, because. Boy, what Rajamuli does so great is epic. It, things just feel like the entire universe must be completely revolving around this story. And he does that so well in um, all of the films that I've seen of his. Uh, even Ega. And by the way, if you've never seen Ega, it's... Yeah, do you know about Ega? Is that no, the Terminator no. kind of one? No, Ega is the one where... Um, he dies, the hero dies and gets reincarnated as 
a fly. And he um, manages as a fly to communicate to the woman he loves that it's him. And they go on a quest to get revenge. And like, there's a training montage. Would and you love me if I was trained into a fly? <laughs> and a revenge thing. It is the most ridiculous and sweet and wonderful film. And it's another Rajamuli. And I do highly recommend it. It's absolutely bonkers. But so that one's a little bit more different in tone, but like Magadira, Bahubali, one and two, definitely very much the same RRR vibe. But RRR is breaking through. And again, shout out to my bud, Josh Hurtado, because that is in part because of him. He has been working with the distributors and the film people to set up all of these additional screenings everywhere. Mm -hmm. We're bringing yeah. RRR and they're the fan celebration, yeah. yeah, or the RR encore, like yep. so it's the yep. encore. Yep. <laughs> and so he's and he's brought Rajamuli and the stars to these events. That's great. They did um, a Rajamuli retrospective, right? Like so smart, right at the time when the Oscars were being voted on out in Hollywood. They did. They did like an entire marathon and I was so sad I couldn't figure out a way to get out there to see Iga Magadira Bahubali 1 and 2 and RRR all together on the big <laughs> screen with Rajamuli I would have I would have wet myself it, I would have been a puddle of joy well it would have been um, yeah. like 17 straight hours that you would not have left the theater you would have had no choice but to wet yourself at that point I think yeah. <laughs> that's why um. the intermissions are so key <laughs> so it, but also like people are now getting like loosening up and like getting up and dancing like these are becoming yeah. joyful experiences I and I think I, I think we're going to see I don't know personally I think that there's going to be we're going to see more from uh, the, the actor who played Molly uh, Twinkle Sharma is her name, by the way, which is a dope name. Like that is a good, that is a good actor name. Like you remember, you remember, remember the name Twinkle Sharma and she in Twinkle like fits her. She was like a fairy creature. Like I couldn't, her, her voice was so great. She had, she was really, this is apparently her breakout role. Huh. Uh, so it's very, I think she could be, she seemed really good as a child actor. She did a good job in this. I thought, uh, and, 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 you know, she, it would have been really easy just to make her sort of, um, you know, luggage. She's just kind of a MacGuffin. Right. But she, she had, she did a really good job, like her, not just the singing, but also she had a lot of personality and you actually cared about her. I cared that they got her free. Like it, it, it mattered to me that they were going to be able to rescue her. Um, yeah. Like, and what's great is like, these films are out there and they are playing and because, um, I know in Minneapolis they do have cinemas that are playing, and here in Austin they do because we have a large Hindi population here. Yeah, and they don't in Minneapolis. They do in the in the Twin City suburbs, but they aren't playing yeah. like in the city anywhere. No, but like you can find these and go because mm -hmm. you know filmmakers like uh, distributors are realizing like yeah you can because it's a three hour movie. And they are so excited to see it on the big screen. You can charge premium prices and they will absolutely pay. And I highly recommend going and seeing these films with an audience full of mm -hmm. actual like Indian Hindu population, Tamil, Telugu, because it is so much fun. The vibe is completely different. And they are so, I mean, it, they are just so delighted to see that this cinema is being appreciated by other people because BT dubs, I totally stand out in that crowd. Yeah. This oh yeah. No, short, no, no. short, very pale white woman. And they're like, Oh, you're coming to see this. And I'm like, I'm very excited to see this. In fact. Yes. 
That's um, uh, we were we saw it. You know, as Molly mentioned, we saw it on a on an actual theater screen uh, at an uh, AMC, unfortunately, but still at a big screen, which is nice. Um, and uh, we saw it with the Stombergs. And like four other people in the whole and theater. And like four other people in the whole theater, yeah. <laughs> oh. but, um, what was great was that, um, you know, I mean, obviously, I think feel like it was way worth it to see on a um, movie screen, despite it being you know readily available on Netflix and stuff, because of the scale and spectacle, for sure. I think like it, it really lends itself well to a movie screen. Um, but also, Jeremy said that this makes sense to what you were saying earlier, Wendy, that um, when we saw it on the screen, the English speaking parts were in English and everything else was in its original li- mm-hmm. uh, uh, relevant languages. But then on Netflix, it's all dubbed either into English or Hindi or Hindi. That's it. And it doesn't go back and forth. There's not two audio tracks uh, uh, back and forth for various parts. It's either full English or full Hindi. Mm-hmm. When we saw it in the theater, we got original audio. Like Depending yeah. on who was talking, which and was so great. We got to hear the the super overwrought villains uh uh stretch of a British like, accent English. That guy who played Governor Scott was Volstag in yeah. the MCU. Yeah. And uh uh hilariously has also voiced Frank Castle uh in a, a video game. Uh, he's the he's the Punisher, which is super funny. And so, like, it's it's uh, it was pretty. I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty great to be like. Uh, he's also he was a Ukrainian mobster in Dexter. Huh. He was and in the. He three plays. He's got a lot of range. Got a lot of range. <laughs> he was in the 2011 Three Musketeers. Oh, was who was he in the Three Musketeers? He was Porthos. Nah. <laughs> right? Like like you recognize him, and you're you're like. That, I know this guy. He was yeah. a great villain. Oh yeah, he was such a good villain because he he had the he had the sneer. He had the sneer that you just feel like all British people who lived as part of the Raj, right? Like yeah. that, like oh well, the Browns are here to to, to bother us. Oh, if, go if, away. If he could have if he could have twirled his mustache, it would have been great. I just a little bit I of mustache know. twirling would have been fantastic. His wife is played by Allison Duty, and I can't stop giggling. <laughs> <Duty>. <laughs> the wife character. Was was even more evil. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. That's which I appreciated because white yeah. women are the bigger problem. I, I genuinely <laughs> well. like, so I, I really, I thought it was so a good villain is important to these kinds of stories. Right. And like, it's funny cause I'm rereading Mistborn right now, which has a very similar aspect to the, with the ruling nobility and then, you know, just the ska. And it's like, Oh, but they're like, there's like, they say all the time, like they're only ska. They're basically, they're not like the same as us. And so it was really interesting to see that same thing on this, you know, with this, like, Oh, those people, they don't count. Right. Oh, they don't count. They're not real humans. They're not real people. They're just, and that, that just, Oh, nothing, nothing makes your blood boil. Like watching the dehumanization of the, the fucking indigenous folks from the goddamn place that you're colonizing. Oh God. Yeah. I love yeah, watching it, those guys die. It makes <laughs> you wonder if any of the people who uh, are not the traditional audience for this movie, watch, watch it and, and see how it is not even subtly anti-colonialist and, and make any connections there. I, I doubt they do. I, I, I can't imagine that. To what? To 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 their own 
their own you cultural think history. They see it? I think they see it. Wait, uh, I, think, are, I think the English are, are very aware. Are we? No, no, I'm not talking about the yeah. English. I'm not. Ta- I think the English are pretty aware that their history in India is um, poor. Yeah. I'm thinking more about Americans watching this movie. Uh. And uh, oh. and and being I like <laughs> yeah the English remember the English were bad that's yeah. why that's why we had a revolution to throw them out of our country. Well, Americans very, aren't imperialists. I feel very Tim. confident oh. in saying those kinds of Americans didn't see RRR. <laughs> I feel a hundred percent sure that nobody who is like. I agree. Brown people are inferior. Went and saw RRR. So what we need then is we need a, a Rajamuli MCU film. Yeah. Uh, really is what we need is is a a Tollywood entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, oh I would my watch, God! I would watch me. It. Ooh, we got we got we got Cindy Moon. We could do, oh that he if we actually did like a full Ms. Marvel oh. like movie. We could have some really interesting India Pakistan like well, like conflicts going on and. What the MCU has been missing is a dance number. Yeah. 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 Rogers, the musical doesn't count. No, No. I think, I think we need a musical. We do. The the MCU is desperately in need of a musical. Um, Maybe they need to do. I mean, I realize she's not the best, best, uh, best MCU character ever, but maybe they need to do a Dazzler movie because if they did a Dazzler movie, then we could have a musical. Yeah. It would all be on roller skates. Well, sure. It's like, it's like, Oh, Xanadu? Only, only with the superheroes. As an MCU? Yes. <laughs> I know. I just, when realized, I just oh. saw on Wikipedia that the guy who played Je- uh, Governor Scott, uh, George Stevenson, is born in Northern Ireland. That must have really hurt. That must have hurt. <laughs> must have hurt to be the English Raj. Are you kidding? He like, got paid to make the English look worse. <laughs> that's, that's like yeah. an Irish dream. dream. His mom's in the audience going, oh, wiping away a tear. Like, oh, God. People enough. Apropos nothing. It's our boy up there. <laughs> if, I, if I remember correctly, wasn't our, uh, our, our friend Michael Sheard, who played Hitler in, uh, in Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade, I believe he was Jewish. Uh, and he, oh. he, he played Hitler multiple times and took great pleasure in making Hitler look bad. <laughs> Um, it's not hard to do. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. a weak man. So, the, well, and, and, uh, in, uh, in Hogan's heroes, the, the man who played Colonel Clink and Schultz, both of those actors were, uh, were Jewish and, uh, insisted that their characters be made to look like a fool in every episode. They that did was, a good the, job at that. that was in their contract. They were like, <laughs> we are not going to make these men look respectable in any way no shape human, or form no humanizing the nazis yeah no humanizing the nazis anyway um that that has little to do with rrr but i think it's time that we move on to five questions wendy you have joined us since we've written our new five questions so we're not going to ask them again and uh, you have written five questions for all of us so oh boy oh what boy are, what are your okay. questions uh question number one musical or western musical hmm Ouch. Mm. Ouch. Western. Mm. It's close, though. Hmm. That is difficult because I love them both. But I think I'm going to, if you like, if you like made me pick one, I would pick a musical. I think almost every time. (laughs) Which baby, Sophie? (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a Sophie's choice. But, but I think if I had to, if I, if it was like, we're going to watch either a musical or a Western tonight, pick one. Yeah. Yeah. 
I uh, I saw a great thread today that was uh, saying that spaghetti western as a genre name is hilarious because it's just westerns made by some Italian folks, and then they said that uh, 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 American cartoons that have tell a story over many episodes, like, like Avatar, Avatar: The Last Airbender, should henceforth be referred to as Hamburger Shonen. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's the dude. That's Hamburger Shonen. Hamburger I love Shonen. it. It's a the Dragon Prince, great example of hamburger shown. <laughs> Absolutely. What's yeah. your answer, question, Wendy? Oh yeah, what's obviously your musical. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even think we had to wait That's, for that. Well, you know, right, I just wanted to. I wanted to give her the chance. Question um, two. Question two. Worst candy. Oh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Uh, oh, this is so for all of your faces. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is hard for me as a person that loves black licorice. I don't eat a ton of candy, but I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go with uh, candy buttons. Oh candy yeah, they're just they're nothing. They're they're what they're are garbage. they even? They're just sugar. dots of sugar. They're it's sugar just dots. Colored sugar. Yeah, yeah, they don't have any flavor. Yeah, I'd I'd rather eat a bag of circus peanuts than a string a strip <laughs> of candy buttons. Like for sure. I. I was originally going to say uh, Jelly Babies because they are awful and, and Doctor Who made me want to eat them. And that was that was sad. <laughs> but then I thought of those horrible peanut butter kisses that you could that you used to get at Halloween in oh, like yeah. the, and the, the black orange, orange and black wrappers. And I'm like, yep. Yep. who the those fuck are, buys those for children? Yeah, Nobody are, likes them. Uh, they're, they're horrible. Right. They're horrible. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Uh, Bit of honey. <laughs> Ooh, bit of honey. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, that is a really good answer. It'll ruin stink. your it'll ruin your braces and also why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for what? If I want to taste the sweet, delicious taste of honey, I'll just eat some fucking honey. I don't need to also <laughs> like, make a tooth in the process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when, red vines because they're, they're not Twizzlers. Yeah. They're not Twizzlers. They're not Twizzlers. You're like, oh, this will do. And then all you do is sit there and be sad, being like, no, this yeah. does not do. No, this will not do anything except except go away. Make they make better sad. straws than Twizzlers. Yeah, I don't, like the, their, I don't like their holes. That's the one thing they do better than Twizzlers. They're better straws. Mm, no, it's not, but, I mean, not a good enough be, reason. Yeah, candy first, yeah, straws yeah. secondary. Yeah. I believe right. in, a, in a candy first household. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question three. Which Muppet would play you in the movie? Oh, God. Mine's easy. It would be Kermit. So whatever. I, yeah, it would. Yeah. Mine would be Miss Piggy, and I hate it. <laughs> it would be. It would be, and I hate it because she's got the curly blonde hair. She's she's like she does like she likes to do act. She likes she likes attention on the stage, but I don't. Yeah. Couldn't it be think- Janice? You, Janice could play. You. I feel like I, I feel like I could be. I've always yeah. wanted to be more of a Janice. I feel like I I'm think, more of a Janice I personally. So. Oh, thank God. Uh, uh, <laughs> Got a hater. Sweetums. Ooh, Sweetums mm. is good. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. he's was, so nice. I was thinking so I was thinking Rolf for you, but Sweetums is a better choice. Yeah. I have no musical uh, talent or ability whatsoever, uh, but I can pick some up and throw them over my shoulder and walk away without sure. much hurt. So Yeah. I are are Sesame Street Muppets? Sure. Oh. It's a yeah. Muppet. Okay. Because if that's the case, then I feel like I'd probably be a Grover. Oh, like, sure. Kind of weird and like, and like a monster and a monster. And like, Grover is a, that's what he is. Yes. He's a monster, yes. So. I feel, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I can see, I feel like Grover could play me. Yeah. yeah. I think Grover works. How about you, yeah. Wendy? Oh, probably um, Gonzo. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. I dig that. 
I dig that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely agree. Uh, question four. Uh, so what instrument would you want playing the soundtrack of your life? Ooh. Yikes. I love the accordion. <laughs> I love it. I think it's a great fucking instrument. You got piano, you got horns, you got rhythm. It's great. I, I think accordion music fits me. And I think that, yeah. it, and it's annoying like me. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I, so I, I feel I want a, a piano and, but I have a good reason why uh, I feel like you can play just about any kind of, mm-hmm. of music on a piano. Mm-hmm. But then there are some things that you can only do on a piano that I would want as theme music in my life, such as like a stranger walking into the saloon, you know, tension, like stings. You like stings. stings. Yeah, musical stings that really only pull off well on a piano. Yeah, I I would want that. So I I will say piano. You can also do that on an accordion. It's just more annoying. <laughs> You're right. You for you. Uh, I think I'm going to have to say, because all I'm thinking about now is um, is uh, the Princess Bride um, and Inigo Montoya and Doom, 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 Doom. And that's so it would have to be a guitar. I just feel mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's mm. that that would be me. Uh, Wendy, I want an oboe. Ooh, like oh, Peter the Wolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It can be so foreboding and so light. It, it can be. It, it, yeah, it can so be very there. quirky. And, yeah. And like yeah. give you give you that sort of. Do, 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 but but also it can also be of, like unsettling. Like you're like, something's not right. I don't trust this mood. It, yeah. it has a good uh, uh, ponderous or meandering feel like a like a tuba kind of does sometimes. Yeah. But it's more variety outside. That. Also, it's del- it, it takes specialty reeds, you know, like it's not like yeah. it's not it's not your everyman, like a saxophone, you know, or a clarinet. It's got the weird reed. Double that, reed. Like, what the hell is that yeah, shit about? Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a little high maintenance. And yeah. I think that's it's a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. And it's that's a little needier. It's a little needier than a bassoon. So I think, <laughs> I think it's that sounds high right. maintenance, okay. but it's worth it. It is worth yeah. it. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, question number five. Interstellar travel. Would you go? Mm. Oh, I think there's can a we, lot of. Can we come back? I mean, you can, but it'll be hundreds of years later. Okay, so okay. This is, we're talking. We're talking. So there's there's some sort of actual yeah. like between suns, like mm-hmm. okay. And there's some sort of like stasis or something like that, so that you can you can because but, but we're, we're assuming not we're we're assuming yes. we're not traveling traveling faster than the speed of light. We're assuming standard physics rule right, that, that 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 f- physics mm-hmm. rules apply, but there is some way for us to live long enough to go on a, a multi. By the time you wake up, everything you knew is, is gone. gone. Yeah. Do we know where we're going? Like do do we have do we have uh do we have data on where we're going uh, is it like let us um, let us assume yes like okay. there is a beauty okay. there is yeah. a world out there that you can go Hello to tomorrow in the life yeah. yes I, like I, uh I like a... lost in space and it doesn't sure. even have to be like i mean honestly if we're probably leaving a trash planet behind of course we yeah. say yes but let's assume it's not even that like the earth is on fire sure but there's an opportunity to go to a whole brave new world mm. yes with conditions uh uh if if you know pets are allowed obviously i'm not going if molly is uh not going or you know alive. What about isn't alive, what, why right? does pet, how is she a pet? Pets and also that was the second. That was the second. It really did sound like you called yeah. Molly a pet. Uh, I'm not going without Molly unless Molly's dead. Also, <laughs> I'd like to be able to bring pets, 
Fair. And and third, uh, I'm not going to go to go be like a space colonist on an uncivilized world. I would go if there's like a city or something waiting for mm-hmm. me. I would I'd be down for it. I would. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Tim. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, there, there's the, uh, the certainly the caveat that I wouldn't want to go if my wife or kids weren't going with. Um, but but if Your we if, if we eliminate that as a consideration, I think, yeah, uh, the only the only caveat I'd have is I, I, I wouldn't want it to be like, oh, you are the in- only individual that's going on this journey. Uh, that would be uh, probably mentally impossible, <laughs> oh, you God, know. No. You'd you'd get there and you would you would break very quickly. Uh, so I no. Don't. My answer is no, unless Nick wants to go so bad that like not going is going to be the thing that like like he can't be happy on Earth anymore because he knows that he could have gone to another sun. Mm. In which case, I will go. But like I, if it's just me making the choice for myself, I don't. Don't want to go no thank you i'm i'm pretty happy here there's a shit ton of stuff here i haven't seen yet so uh i think i think i would spend my time seeing stuff here i much like when i much like travel i would prefer if my friends went with me so i'd want it to be a group effort mm-hmm. um i would kind of only want to go if there was like some sort of thing I got on the other side that I couldn't get here like is the gravity a lot lower and I'd be able to practically fly like can you build your own lightsaber or something when you're there yeah like sign me up if there's some (laughs) cool thing that you can do there that you can't do here they got a souvenir cup (laughs) (laughs) but also if there was a way to like when we come out of stasis but we still have like FTL communication Mm. because what I would love is because it would, in essence, be time travel. I would absolutely love to skip 100 years in the future and be able to be like, so what happened? Yeah. Mm, and how absolutely. are we talking about <laughs> the time we left? Like, Because I would love to be able to be alive in 100 years to read about like th- how the world views th- this period of time. I want to mm. skip to the end of the book and see what happens. Yeah. But, but for yeah. now, yes. That's all I, I hope. I couldn't agree more, Winnie. That's absolutely a big part of my motivation is to know – you know, fucking, I would go into cryo sleep for 50 years to come out to see what's up afterward. And I then totally I would cry would. because I'd wake up and everything's gone. But yeah, yeah. You see, maybe I get carsick. So I just feel like <laughs> I, I don't do well with anesthesia in general. Like I just feel like I don't know. Cryo sleep sounds like a whole thing. Like, and also, like, what happens if we get in there? I mean, the, the odds of the cryo sleep failure are probably pretty high. Oh, all the things I've seen, right? So, like, chances are good that I'm not going to come out the other side, and I just wasted my last shot to see the pyramids. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go if you this can a, make me. This, this is a whole nother episode. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna just uh, say we're gonna call it quits there. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, you've made it this far, and you're like, "Wow, uh, this episode about RRR is all over the place." Well, then that is an accurate depiction of the film as we could have possibly given. You and I am going to say that you should try to see it. Uh, you can watch it on Netflix if you can find an opportunity to watch the film in a theater where you can see it in the original language. Uh, that is definitely your preferred means of watching it, but uh, it, by no means the uh, should you skip it entirely if uh, if you cannot find an opportunity to do that uh, because and it, if you love it. 
seek out Magadira, seek out Bahubali one and two. Your mind will be blown. And those I'm are genuinely... those are both on uh, Netflix as well, are they, Winnie? So yeah, you can find them. I'm genuinely interested in, in just just watching maybe like thirty minutes of the English dub. I just want to hear the voices that they choose for the English dub actors on this movie and what that sounds like, because I bet it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Hey, hey oh, Wendy, where does uh, Theron fall on this? Where does in, in Theron? In Theron. Yeah. Is that in this same? Um, that's the one I want to watch next. Uh, and that one, the robot. Uh, great. Okay, great. I just want to, uh, we'll talk after. <laughs> that's Tollywood, by the way. Okay. That is Tamil. Um, and so when I say that I've seen like, actually, because that's, uh, that's superstar Rajnikanth, um, who is amazing in his own right. Um, and oh my God, if you ever get to see Basha, which is impossible to find. Also to clarify, I said Magadir was on Netflix and it's not, but Bahubali 1 and 2 are, and you should definitely watch those. They will change your life. Um, in Theron is, is um, but it, so it has a lot more dance numbers than... Telugu, and it also like it's a weird blend because it also uses a ton of CGI, and it's got a very high camp quality. Um, definitely watch in Theron. It's so great. It's so great. That's the premise of that one is that a guy creates a robot of an exact duplicate of him, and the robot falls in love with his wife, and then the robot decides he wants the wife, and then mm-hmm. and it goes crazier and crazier and crazier. I've the seen that. I've seen that. Weird I didn't even. I didn't even remember. I didn't even remember, but I, I've seen that one at Machu Picchu, where they have <laughs> six costume changes, and definitely be paying attention to the English subtitle uh, translation of the lyrics. Because <laughs> all right, it's, it's crazy, and it's crazy because Superstar Rajnikanth is not classically handsome. He's not a great dancer. Like there is no part of when you just look at him that you're like, I don't understand how this man became superstar Rajnikanth. But then when you watch the movie, you're like, however, I am in love with superstar. Rajnikanth. <laughs> I absolutely love watching this movie. Awesome. All right. Um, well, Wendy, yeah. Wendy, thanks for joining us to talk RRR and other Indian film. If uh, you uh, watch RRR and uh, that interests you in other Indian film, uh, seek it out. Uh, there, there's a lot of great stuff there. And, uh, just remember it's a little bit of a time commitment. It's not, not, not two hours. None of these films are two hours, but, uh, but, but, uh, they, they are packed. I mean, RRR doesn't feel as long as it is. Uh, it, 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 I would agree with that. And I usually chafe at anything longer than about a two hour movie. Like after about two hours, I'm usually like, this could have been an email. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but RRR just just keeps 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 it yeah, in there, keeps great. it going. It's great. So uh, thanks a lot, Wendy. We are uh, Geeks Without God. You can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and all those social media things. You can uh, support us on Patreon. Then you'll get these episodes as early as we humanly can get them finished and put out to you. Join us next week when we will do another episode. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye. 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 At the beginning of the movie, you're like, are they ever going to explain what that bit with the tiger was all about? And oh, yes, they do. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God.
Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God, and you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. But also, my Huna. You want to watch my Huna. It's spelled M A I N um, H O O N N A. Three separate okay. words.